in a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center and Rock 93.7. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. I have been going out of my way to watch things. Going well, out of my way. Like you're, you're going on a journey? Like mm-hmm. an adventure. You're, you're kind of like Bilbo Baggins. Yes. You've, you've signed your piece of paper and you've, you've journeyed with the, them to the Misty Mountains? Almost. Okay. Almost that good. And I've been, I've been trying to look at just, you know, different kinds of things, even though Netflix, of course, keeps sending me the same things. So I, Netflix. I, I really am waiting for the day whenever, instead of the, are you still watching this? They, they pop up. Wouldn't you rather watch this instead? Like, yeah. just stops me in the middle or, of an episode. Don't you I'm have watching. a job? What? How long have you? Are you dead? Should yeah. I? Should I call nine one one? It's been six hours. So this is a TV show. It is a Netflix original, but much like the one I watched a few weeks ago called Typewriter, right, right. that was produced in India. This is produced in Russia, and I assume it was from Russia with love. Da. Yes. Da, come read. So, here are my thoughts. It is called Better Than Us. And, uh, of course, you know you know how I am. It's like, get to it. What's the point? I, exposition, exposition. Blah, blah, blah. Where's the car chase? Where's yeah. the car chase? <laughs> no, I, I do get impatient. So, um, first of all, the main guy is not the actor who plays House. What's his name? That guy? The, uh, I know. House. House, yes. Well, when I look at it, I go, hmm, if House were a younger man and almost blonde, that would be him. And then there's a robot who looks like a very young John Malkovich with a uh, Prince Valiant haircut and hair color. That's disturbing. John Malkovich and the guy who plays House, who I should know his name. I, yeah. I'm having a hard time getting past John Malkovich <laughs> yeah. with Prince Valiant's haircut. Yes, well, I can't wait for you to see that. So this is the story. And what is good about it is the tech is reasonably believable. It's not in a galaxy far, far away. It is in the future, but it's not some of in it. Space. Some of it I'm, I could see as in our lifetime type of stuff. And that part is really well done. For instance. Um, so it's kind of like when when Minority Report came out. Yes. And you were like, okay, that's not so I can so see far. that. Uh-huh. We're, we're not all in like silver jumpsuits and right. like eating like, you know, protein drinks. Mm-hmm. But you're like, okay, well, that's. That's a that's better than what we These have now. These people have watched Minority Report several times. So to pay for stuff, I'm assuming it's an implant, they don't explain it, but your phone and all that stuff, it's all on the inside of your wrist and so to pay for something, you just hold that up to a thing and cha-ching and Which whatever. It really isn't that far from I think that's doable. Yeah. I mean, and, we're, we're we're honestly I I'd say maybe a couple of years off mm-hmm. from that even if that. 
you have a robot going to a pharmacy because their person is out of something. You have robots that take care of the elderly, and you have robots that look like robots, as in, you know, um, like a segmented type of robot, you know? Have you ever seen the Saturday Night Live skit where they try to sell robot insurance to the elderly? <laughs> no, I have but not. Basically, but the, I guess I need to. The commercial is um, it more or less it's telling them that uh, robots want to steal your medicine and robots are strong by robot insurance. And they use the guy from, uh, what is it, Law and Order. He was the one that was on it for like 20 years. Oh. But like, it, it's it's so convincing because he's in it. Like, mm-hmm. you're almost just like, well, when I get over Maybe the age of 65, I should probably get robot insurance. <laughs> Sounds like a good thing. They are strong. So the the heart of the story is there's a divorced couple. She, uh, I, I don't know if the guy is a boyfriend. I don't know his deal, but she's involved with somebody. And she wants to take the five-ish-year-old girl and, like, 16-year-old boy that she has with her husband, her ex-husband. They want to move to Australia. I don't know why, but they want to move to Australia. Where, where do they live now? Russia. Oh, and they... Yes. That's now. What's interesting is when I think of Russia, you think of all the buildings and the pointy tops and all that stuff. This is a very metropolitan Russia. There's nothing. There's nothing Russian about it. Do you know what I mean? It's this not, could be any major city. It's not like deep sixties Russia. Yes. Okay. Like what? What we think of, like you know, the one in the Bond movies, yes. the one from like X Men First Class, like just that. It's like a normal city, as I'm Rocky, sure most Rocky people Ford's live. Russia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, however, what I do find interesting is just looking at each of the actors, it's like, oh, yeah, he really is Russian. Mm, he is Russian, too. D- does- and, there's, and it's really hard to say that there's a look, but yet, I guess from all the Russian villains we've seen, who, when they actually employ a Russian actor, not could, Sean Connery. Could you get more disparate, thick accents than Australian and Russian? I know. I, 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 right now, I want to see a buddy cop movie that has a Russian and an Australian in it. Now, in the Amazon original TV show. I, I thought you were saying they went to the Amazon no. next. Okay. In, in that, in Amazon.com. Okay. In, not Amazon. Forget I said Amazon. I meant to say Netflix. In the Netflix show I watched a few weeks ago, Photograph, it was produced and filmed in India, and the. The voiceovers were in English, but with an Indian accent. They did not walk that road for this one. They got regular accented Americans to voice this. I wish they had just captioned it and kept the Russian acting because... It's a little off-putting. I think it's more off-putting to me because I'm so critical. The main guy, whoever's doing that, he's fine. He's good. That that guy who's voicing him is good. It would be but, like if Joe Dirt was subtitled by like the Royal Shakespearean like company. They just, yeah. I, I mean, it's just you're the, when when I say Joe Dirt, you already have like yeah, a picture a in your head and like the 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 vocal intonation. That you're going to hear mm-hmm. when you see, you know, Russians like, I mean, granted, like I'm doing kind of a cartoony Rocky and Bullwinkle mm-hmm. version of it, but you, that you expect to kind of hear that. And if you're getting somebody that they've, they've just basically went and got, you know, like jo- Joe white bread, yeah. like off the street. And just well, here's like, oh, the well, thing. Hey. I have begun to suspect that a lot of these characters are voiced by the same person. 
I believe the five-year-old girl is just a grown-up who talks like this, and I find that very annoying. Dada. Did you did you not like Rug Riot? Like, no. Did, did you not like Maggie grating. Simpson? Like, so, if only. So, unfortunately, the child has a lot to say, and I was still bothered by her voice. Elizabeth Taylor voice, man. No. I'm just—is that not a get? Did you not? So. Here's the story. Uh, the ex-wife wants to take her kids to Australia, and so she decides to fake going to Australia to catch her husband doing something so she can say, hey, you're a bad dad, and have sole custody of the kids. So that's happening. I, this, then, wait, this wait. It's like a downer. It's not, but that's, that's one thing happening. Then you, of course, have the massive corporation. And the massive corporation makes bots for uh, – they make bots. The ones that cost the most uh, – Are the ones pr- that look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or if – well, no, that still doesn't work. They look, more like, um, they look more like Julia Roberts. Well, that Terminator yes. would have been a very yes. different – so, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. So imagine Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman with the thigh-high leather boots. And that's the people-looking robots that cost the most. I just, most of I the wanna, robots... I want to make sure you want me to picture yes. Mary Poppins in thigh-highs. Did I say Julia Roberts? Yes. No, you. I think... Or maybe I, I just... I said thinking, Julia Roberts now. Your Mary I'm Poppins think, fetish, that's, that's why, on you. Okay, well, that's why it struck me when you were not like... Judy, not of Julie Andrews. Point. Okay. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's why I was just like, yeah, Julie no, Andrews in no, The Terminator. No, Julia Roberts. That's why I sung it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was interesting. Wow. That's, that's a lot to unpack there, I've, Adam. That's why I was just like, hold on. Oh, my God. That's, I have to do some heavy lifting on that. Mary Poppins is a Terminator. Mm-hmm. So, there is... Um, an organization, a ragtag group of rebels who don't like the robots for hashtag reasons. I don't know. And so what they do... Why are rebels always ragtag? I just assumed. What they do is they like to um, basically kill the robots and spray red paint on them and go, robots bad, something like that. Is it? I don't really you, get their point. Can you really kill robots? Yes, because with like an ice pick, you can erase their memories. But I mean... Are, are robots living? Now, the issue is how um, sentient are the robots? Then comes in Arissa, or should I say, the Arissa. So I know you're thinking of mud in Star Trek. Are Are you just saying Alyssa, but like A-R you're is in reptile. I, I know. Arissa. So it is the Arissa. And the woman playing Arissa is breathtakingly perfect in a very high fashion way she's beautiful but really really dolled up you know what i'm saying just really like she's about to walk the runway in 1992 kind of makeup she's exquisite and like and they've, they've just everything done her hair yes and just, okay yes and uh, the, the lighting is exceptional. Yes. Okay. And she's by far not that the women in here are ugly. Well, they're not great, but she is. She is a twenty-five when everyone else is a seven. Okay. 
On, what what is the scale? Just, like, it's the scale. What's the top of the scale? I don't know. I keep if, going. This is I mean, pretty is she a twenty five out of ten? Because yeah, that's, pretty much. She's she's, oh, she's fair enough. She's okay. stunning. So here's the deal. What they the corporation, what they want to do is they say it is less expensive for I don't know, not the motherland. I don't know. It's less expensive for the country to take forty year olds and say, hey, you don't have to work anymore. We're going to pay for your vacation and keep you comfortable forever. It's less expensive to do that to the workforce and bring in these bots that can be doctors and teachers and things like that and and just have them do the work. So everyone's on vacation and they'll just put their money towards sending people on vacation, which on vacation makes me think of Logan's Run. I don't know where they're headed with that, but that's the idea. I'm going to be honest. I loved the utopian future that Star Trek presented me. But if I had have been presented this in in in, in like as an addendum to it, just being like, or you could always be on vacation and robots do all the work. I'd be like, <laughs> listen, Gene Roddenberry. I listen. I love optimism and uh, equality, but paid vacation for I my know. life while a robot does the work. Yeah. So. There is the prototype, Arissa, and because, you know, the kid's annoying, um, she sees the kid and she like fist bumps her and goes, you are user one. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the prototype has apparently killed a human. We don't know why. But the prototype goes out of her way to save the child on multiple occasions because she doesn't listen to any authority figure and has an irritating voice. Which is the child. seems to be the problem with robots. Yes. Uh, so the robot has made this family, the, the dad, the 16-year-old boy, and the 5-year-old girl, they are, they are her users. She can't be traced because they tried to give her back to someone, but they couldn't find anybody. They're her people. And the kid keeps saying that she knows she's real. She says she's family. She's real. So I'm getting the sense, because I haven't watched the whole series, that there's going to be a question of, is this robot sentient? Because this robot is clearly different from the other robots we've seen. So there's that happening. And I'm sure Skynet's involved. The production values are good. What if Skynet just got a bad rap? Yeah. What if they were like, okay, we're trying to fix this, but then they've got like Ed who works down on the third floor and he's the one yeah. that accidentally nuked all the humans and they're just like, oh, Skynet is bad. And they're like, we Ed? were, guys, we had solved world hunger. We were getting to ready to roll it out on Thursday, but Ed pushed the red button. And we'd had him written up two times. One I mean, more strike. Ed was, Ed was going out the door, guys. Yeah. Okay. Ed was going to get fired. Hmm, I don't know. So, better than us, as I can see, is the morality play. Of course, they're dressing up the beautiful actress playing Arissa in little girl clothes, of course. So, there's that happening. And uh, so on and so forth. I'm not saying it's binge-worthy. It's certainly not cringe-worthy. It's well-made. And I and it like it that there are things coming from other countries just to be different. I'm mildly curious where it goes, but I'm not like, oh, I really got to find out. It's, it's not like when Lost was first run. No, and you no. were just like, I got to go. What are the numbers? What are the, the, the 12, 12. What about 12? Mm -hmm. But I do really like what they did about the tech. I, I thought that was interesting. And the other voice actors other than the leads, pretty much all of them, they're reading their lines like this. Hey, 
who is that guy? I do not know. And it's like the same, the same voice. I do not know who he is. Well, he shouldn't be here. You know, it'd be even better if it's a robot doing it. Oh, no, the robot voice sounds great, except for the, the pretty robot. They all talk like that. <laughs> so that one sounds normal to me. That's pretty much. <laughs> so that's where it's headed. It does, because it seems possible, some of the stuff, that makes it a little more interesting to me and makes me want some of that tech, of course. Well, I mean, there's whenever you've got like, you know, replicators and like you can you can shoot laser like yeah. I, at no point like when I whenever I watched like, you know, Return of the Jedi, was I ever just like that's just like my hometown. <laughs> like but when you get those movies that are like in the not too distant future, you you can there's there's a connect like Can can you say that and not hear Mystery Science Theater theme in after, your After after I said it, it went Yeah. Okay. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry, Jane Allen and Adam Cravens, talking about what's worth watching on TV. So, big news in the world of comedy. You uh, don't know it? Well, I'm. I'm I don't. Okay. I don't like okay. to steal you your thunder. I thought maybe you knew it. Jim Gaffigan, who has many or five. This is about him going away from... Netflix. He has many Netflix comedies. He has a new one on Amazon Prime. And he chose to go with Amazon because it's going to get his material seen by more people over the course of several years than Netflix. And And, they probably cut him a fat, fat, fatty fat check. Uh, I watched the show. Of course, it's hilarious. Jim Gaffigan, again, a great starter comic for your kids. You don't want to start off with Richard Pryor. That won't end well. And it'll, maybe... It'll, it'll, end, it, it'll it, end. It'll be interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting, guys. But Jim Gaffigan is... I love stand-up. And I, I guess I, from watching Carson and all that stuff, I love stand-up. And well, I, mean, I, it, I love it, great stand-up. In as much as like a, a song can be like an art form, mm-hmm. like you can just hit that song where they just, they hit all the right notes, like it connects with you emotionally. And like you, you'll play that thing for like the entirety of your life. You get a stand-up comedian that really knows how to paint those pictures with the mm-hmm. words. Like I, I have stand-up routines that I have been watching since I was like eight or nine. And mm-hmm. they're just, they're still funny. Like yeah. they're just, they're so perfect in their execution and, and like Gafkin, I've seen, I don't know if I've seen all of his, but like, he's also another one that like, you just, I don't mind sitting down and just watching him tell me a story. So, uh, his stories are great. This current show is mostly about him being fat er, and, uh, it's just, it's tight. It's funny. And so there will be more comedians doing this as well. And it is nice that. It's not on Netflix because I do watch Netflix a lot, but I also like to see other stuff in other places. I th- I think it's really interesting that it's basically becoming like the the IP wars. Yes, everybody it is. like what was it they were talking about? The uh, Event Horizon is getting a TV show. I want to say it's maybe on Amazon if Probably. I'm thinking right. But I was like, I, Event Horizon doesn't exactly have like a following. Like I saw it. When I was in high school. I'm sure I saw it, but I... Like, it just any kind of name recognition you can get. And stand-up comedians, I think they're they're seeing what the landscape is doing, and they're realizing, you know, like, do, do I want to, 
you know, do I want to ally with, you know, CBS All Access? Do I want to get on Disney Plus? Do I want to stick with Netflix? Like, I think it's really interesting that everything is kind of blocking Mm -hmm. itself off and... And I just want to throw this out here. Yes, you do want to remake Babylon 5. I'm sure, Boom, I said it. I'm sure JMS would... Like, what's, it, what's, what's he doing? I don't know. What's he doing? Counting his money. So, that's good stuff. Gaffigan on Amazon Prime. And the, sh- the best show on Amazon... Well, they have two that I adore. Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is all about stand-up. And, of course, Good Omens is perfection itself i mean really like what what does the good doctor like not what what's something he's done that you're just like well that was a waste of my time like when he was in goblet of fire he's charles manson in another movie isn't he i don't i don't think so oh i think he is he i'm not i'm i I don't know one of the one of the doctor who's is manson in a movie one of the who's is one of the who's is is a is he is he is it a who with a star upon theirs now you're making me look it up, Doctor It's a Tenet, David Tenet. I'm just saying, like, when have you see. ever seen Tenet do anything that you're just like, what? what? This is not going to come up right. Oh, Matt Smith. Sorry. Okay. Matt Smith. I told you. Well, so, it is a doctor. It is a doctor. Just not the one I was talking about. No, but wow. Because I thought, where did he have the time? <laughs> I was incorrect. Now, I made was that, myself... Was that a wordplay because he's Doctor Who? Yes. Okay. All right. Just making sure. I thought. I made myself watch something, and I made myself watch the entire season just so I could tell you about it. It is called In the Dark. Is it? Is it just a blank screen for no. 10 episodes? Okay, good. I mean, it, it would have been cheap to produce... But In the Dark stars a clearly five foot ten inch supermodel who is just messed up because as a teenager she went blind. And so she's not quite Jessica Jones bitter, but she's working that way. Okay. And she has her best friend who is her roommate who is also a vet and a lesbian. I say that because that really comes into play in the story because you've got the messed up soup. She's not a supermodel, but she's messed up. Oh, and it turns out she's adopted and she has biracial adoptive parents. I say that for a reason. And then you have uh, Felix, who is made to be the nerd. And I'm getting from I'm just getting the vibe that he's Jewish from the whole thing. Should I be taking notes? No, here's the thing. It's like, it's like I need I need some stereotypes, and I need them stat, and they've got all of it's, them. It's like they they were assembling the, the Avengers of stereotypes. Yes, yes. Um, there's going to be the, I didn't find him that attractive, but there's that guy with the beard because he has to have a beard, and then you've got that guy who's, who's the one who's in all of J.J. Abrams' stuff, and he was the pilot. The in, heavier set guy yes, with the dark that hair. Guy. I, that I, guy. I can't think okay. of his name, but I, I know All who right. you're talking about. If that guy had a younger brother, he's in this too. <laughs> but he's not in it. He really is in everything. Yeah. JJ. Star Wars, Mission Impossible. So if he had a younger brother, he's in it. And then this is what's happening. You've got 
a police detective who grew up in the hood and is still seeing her teenage boyfriend who is a drug dealer. Then, so they're a couple that shouldn't be together. Then you have um, the detective who isn't that guy, but is that guy's younger brother in our world. I know Adam understands this. So he's first he's with the bartender, and then he's with the supermodel who isn't a supermodel. Oh, by the way, they all work at a place called Guiding Light where they train seeing eye dogs. Now, there is a dog that I see all of the time, her seeing eye dog, I don't see any others. I don't see a lot of training. I get there's a lot of people. There's lollygagging going on at that business. It's, it's kind of like they've got really expensive apartments and friends, and yet they're always at like a coffee shop or well, dooding around. The Felix character, his family has gajillions, but he wants to make his own way. But his apartment is amazing. So... um you have all these love interests, and as I'm seeing this, and I'm taking it in as, this is a mildly interesting premise. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the premise. A, a young Afri- African-American teen who is clearly selling drugs but isn't that guy, and it's because his cousin, who's dating the detective, he got him in on it, but he's clearly very smart and very bright. He saved the blind chick because they're beating her up. Someone's, I don't know who's beating her up or why, but he saved her. And they became friends. You see what kind of friendship they have all through flashbacks because she's stumbling along and finds him dead. So the whole thing is about who killed him and why. Who did it? Oh, the super nice guy who's a police officer, but he didn't mean to because his daughter's blind and she's friends with the other blind girl, but his daughter's a teenager and he just wanted to take care of his little girl. But the big deal drug, you see where I'm going? All these stereotypes get you together. You told me I didn't need a diagram. <laughs> and I, I feel like I feel like I was lied to. Now, I want you to guess what... Network airs this show. Oh, it it's, uh, has to be the Family Channel. The CW. Oh, sure. Right. Once you realize it's the CW, it all makes sense. Because the last five minutes of everything is now, you know, just each character walking or doing something with music on and no lines. Because that's how all TV they, shows end now. They really do like to do that. Yeah. It's all just the music. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think Dawson's Creek is what yeah. created this beast. It is. Gee, and I didn't watch Dawson's Creek, but I suspect it's a bit more murdery than Dawson's Creek. And just really, and another coincidence, and then me going, oh, I'm not 15 to 19, so therefore, I am not entertained by this. I didn't care what happened to it was, any it, it of them. It is a very specific demo. It is incredible. And once I realized it was done by the CW, I, I got it. That's why we have all of these things in place. Not that people aren't like that. It's just all in the same place at the same time in this particular TV show. Really? I don't know. They, I, CW, I think, wants to be like the the. The Benetton ad of like yes. television. Yes, like I was going to say it's yeah. a Benetton ad. Yeah. And 
And it's a Benetton ad, not just racially, but with every kind of stereotype you can think of. I mean, and granted, they've done it to a, a large degree of success. Like, if you would have told oh, me— and I meant personality stereotypes, not like stereotype right. stereotypes. Okay, there's not a drunk Irishman, but whatever. I mean, that's season two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, is there? No. Sure, maybe. Possibly. Maybe. No. That's coming out. So, um, I like the dog. I think it's annoying the dog's name is Pretzel. Um, it was... We're, we are, again, not getting on the DVD box set. No. If we keep saying things like that. The main girl... I like the dog, but... Uh, stupid name. Her name is Murphy Mason, and she sits on the tanks of a lot of toilets in a lot of bathrooms to have conversations. Murphy Mason sounds like a name... Stanley would have made up yes. in the sick, like Peter yes. Parker, J. Jonah Jameson. Like it, yes. that's what that sounds like to me. And Murphy Mason, this and Murphy Mason, and it's just, it's just too much for me. It's just too much. Will some people love this? Yes. Is will, it? Will people that like alliteration like it? Yes. Yes. Um, will people who like golden retrievers like it? <gasps> yes. Will. Anyone who wants to have a lot of entertainment? No. Not so much. But again, it is produced for a specific audience. It is made well for that audience. Um, you know, it, Thomas, it's just, it was just too much. Thomas the Tank is a, is a well-produced show. I, I don't watch it on the regular because it, it doesn't appeal to me. Mm -hmm. But just because it doesn't appeal to me doesn't mean it can't appeal to someone else. So I had to watch the whole thing. And it just made its debut in April. And it's been renewed. And I think about that. And then I think of all the shows that were awesome that were canceled, <clears throat> Firefly. And I think, really? This is... A travesty. There, there's a lot of stuff that I just look and I go, that, that went... How many seasons? Exactly. So um, as long as you realize it is, it's just full of, you know, the nerdy bumbling this and the uh, doesn't know they're hot this, all of that stuff. And first of all, and I do know and have met people who are blind or even not sighted or even just legally blind, but they can still see. I had a professor who was legally blind, not blonde, blind. And I always thought that was interesting because he seemed to be able to see. I don't know what that meant. Anyway, I digress. Her makeup looks great. Now, I'm not saying that she couldn't have figured out how to do it. But the smoky eye is something that you really need to see to do. But, and she's got the smoky eye happening all the time. That sounds like a finishing move. Like, you know, <laughs> and like, like in the sequel to Enter the Dragon, they'd be like, all right, well, have, have they taught you smoking eye? Just be like, <laughs> what? No, master, I haven't. Teach me. Teach me this. Yes. Oh, that's right. And you have the Asian-American yuppie drug dealer. See? There's everybody. It really, it's, it, 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 it touches a little bit. Of everywhere. Yes, very much so. And and my favorite part is the drug dealer with the heart of gold. It ain't me, D. It's Nia calling the shots. Come with me, dog. Real, real Don't. dialogue. That, nope, that's not, that's not dialogue. <laughs> I just, oh, I threw up in my mouth. 
uh, yes, you and I could write an episode in about 20 minutes. That's And be lauded and well paid for I mean, it. Honestly, you could probably write something with predictive text and in yes. 20 minutes and end up with something at least as solid as that. For instance, the quirky, nerdy guy who isn't that annoying, but they play him off to be annoying, he becomes best friends with the veterinarian roommate lesbian. And uh, and I say that because then they decide that they really like each other. And then they get to a point in their physicality where she says, and I quote, I'm so sorry, I'm just really gay. <laughs> I, I okay. I, I that... Know. That was the, uh, that, that was it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not Shakespeare. Um, it is not. No, no. It's not, it's not Sorkin or Mamet either. Uh, no. Uh, so there's a lot of that happening. Anywho, I can't say I'll be watching season two, but I, I slogged through it for you. Well, I, She's pointing at me. I, I hope you. I hope that I hope you're talking to someone else. There's someone behind so, me. I can't say it is a cringe because I did binge it. But you you cringed while you binged it. Yes, there was a lot of eye rolling for an audience that wasn't there to see me, and a lot of really and head tilting and like what? Again, no one got to see this except for Hon- Skynet. Honestly, I I think you should probably be commended that you made it. As far as you did, because I feel like after the first episode, I would have just been, I'm washing my hands of this. Oh, no, I had to. I just, I felt I owed it to you because I thought this has to be getting better. And it's just like, maybe it was just stereotype to, number four is now to shake out all the bugs after the, the premiere. No, I wanted no. to give it because, you know, that sci-fi thing that I really liked whose name I forgot. Not that I talked about today. A few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. I only talked about it after one episode, and then I found out it was awesome. So I thought, I'm going to give this. It has like 10 episodes. I'm going to watch them all, and then I'm going to talk about it. Huge mistake on my part. It did not get better. Oh, I wasted how how many? 10 hours. 10 hours of my life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can't have it back. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Anywho, I um, I know that something awesome looking is coming out on Amazon as a new series. I just saw people walking in slow motion and the one on the right hand side appeared to have wings. I don't know what that means, but it interested me. <laughs> you're, lo- you're five people walking in a line in slow-mo. You got the fan going and one, only one of you has wings. What's that about? Or at least a cape. You know, no, no, it was wings, or at least a wing. I'm assuming there were two. A wing. Already, it's like a buffalo wing. I wonder what that is. And Amazon, I wonder when you're going to deliver season two of Jack Ryan. Is, whenever they get around to it. No. Whenever they. No. Whenever they're they're like yeah we we got it. You keep showing it to me. Uh, I I don't. I don't want to watch anything else. I want Jack Ryan. I th- well, I think you've also got some name recognition there, and you you have to plant stuff like that strategically. <sighs> All right. I'm just saying, like you you don't really have to build anticipation for it. You are literally demanding it. Yes. Like it's not like they have to be like, no, 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 no. You should watch this here. Let us convince you. You're being like, where is it now? Yes. I said now. I wonder if they're waiting for November when Disney Plus launches, because this is 
highly anticipated Jack Ryanage. I wonder if they're going, well, I know everyone's watching over here, but we've got the new Jack Ryan. I mean... Maybe. I, well, like I mean, your viewership is not done the same on streaming services mm. or like, you know, how movies want to have a big opening weekend. So I, I don't know, like, would you want to try to steal some of Disney's thunder or would you just be like, you know what? We, well, I mean, I guess you wouldn't even have to because they don't, it's not like they advertise their, their viewership numbers. Yeah, I don't know. Like, even, no, matter, no matter when you put it, they'd just be like, yeah, Jack Ryan's a big hit. It's a big old hit. And I also want to point out how annoyed I am to read the headline CVS now has a service much like Amazon Prime. No, it's not streaming television, but if you pay like 50 bucks a year, you'll get 20% off of this and that and free delivery, but not delivery by Jack Ryan. Now that I'd pay for. Now that, that, that is a selling point. Yes. And you can pick your Jack Ryan. They're like, yes. Chris Pine will do it. Harrison Ford will do it. I, Jim from The Office will do it. I will. Alec pick Baldwin them all. will was do an it. Excellent Jack Ryan. Ah, Harrison hey, really? Foyd. You need Harrison Foyd. Harrison Ford. Have you ever heard him talk about it? Yes. He's so it's, bitter. Oh, it's, it's so, hilarious. I, it, but it's not. It's, it's not. I mean, nothing that major has happened to me, but I totally get where he's coming from. Major yeah. stuff has happened to me, and it's like, it was your fault. And you know who did it. And it's just, <sighs> and like it's not like he was just awful and Hunt for Red October. Yeah. It wasn't just like, no. oh, that's that's what doesn't work about that movie. No, it works. And he's just like, oh, well, I obviously get to be back for Patriot Games. Wait, what? You, what is that? You got hmm? who? Hmm? Why is Indiana Jones here? <laughs> yeah, it is a uh, because man. He, he's because funny. he didn't have enough franchises. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, I will find other things to watch for you. My my. Biggest recommendation is watch the latest Jim Gaffigan on Amazon Prime because it is highly amusing. Two thumbs up, big smile, five emojis, hand claps, prayers. Hashtag watch it. <laughs> That's almost, I need to lay down after that. That was too much. So thank you for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Craig. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.